Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Grievor. Gre- Greenvor. Grievor. I think Greenvor would probably make the most sense. Cleaver. Greenvor sounds like someone doing vor on me, though, and I don't love it. Yeah, I've seen that before. How about, but it's Cleavor. Yeah. A new Pokemon. A new experience for us. Well, not new, sorry. Ancient. A new. Extinct. Only ancient experience. Right? Must be extinct. I think so. I've never seen one. Any Pokemon we meet here that we've never seen before is surely extinct. That sucks. Maybe in the future they try to do the Maybe stuff I can where they bring like one back with me. Reverse engineer a dodo or like a mammoth, you know? Oh yeah. Is that how it would work? I guess we'll be finding out in this season and the next uh, whether or not we can any just, of these you know what? deceased Pokemon can come back in the modern world. I'll take the bullet because just not to do too many spoilers right in the intro still. By the way, my name is Tanner Greenring, but my character was actually wormholed into the past. And I'm pretty hopeful that I'm going to be able to wormhole back. Mm-hmm. And if so, I'll bring a breeding pair of cleavors with me. And then we'll, we can, like, save it from extinction. People would appreciate that. I mean, it can be, it's kind of scary. Do they want that? Maybe it thinks you're kind of scary, Josh. Sorry. Yeah. Glaciosh. Glaceon? My co-host, Glaciosh. Josh Felstead. Yeah, I know it's a little basic, but we're just back in like um, the they call it the Hisui region, but it's really just um, it seems a little familiar, uh, maybe to a game that we might have just played. It seems a lot like the Sinnoh region in a lot of ways. Yeah. So there's not a lot of new talent out here. Not yet. And I just had to go with one of the Pokemon that um, Irida. Oh, Irida, yeah. The um, what is her title? We're sort of in old timey times. Irida, uh, I did make a note. She's the leader of the Pearl Clan, Irida. Yeah. Uh, and she's got a, a Glaceon. And by the way, you're there to, f- oh, we'll get into it. You're there to fucking save her clan. Yeah. And she's like, let me battle you first. She's in like a big dispute with Adam. Get out of my fucking way. I remember that. And it seems like it's a religious war, but also like yeah, one of them. It's old timey. Worships <laughs> almighty Sinnoh and the other one like wants to go the the new ways, and there was a lot of sexual tension between those two. First thing we should do is introduce our characters. Second thing we should do is, have you seen Star Trek? Which one? Much Star Trek. We should set up some kind of like doctrine for like tampering with the time stream or like tampering with this like primitive life, you know? Because it's like, I don't think we're allowed to, as modern people who've been wormholed back here. Yeah. I don't think we're really allowed to meddle in like religious wars, well, you know? Uh, my guy doesn't remember anything about where he's from. So I've been doing a lot well, of meddling. Well, I've got news for you. There's been a lot of meddling, I would say. Who is your guy, by the way? Tell me all about him. His name's just Soren. Ooh. Sounds like uh, old-timey. Yeah, old-timey. Uh, he's a sprightly young boy. Some would say full of promise. Hopefully not unbridled enthusiasm. Wow, classic. Wakes up on a mysterious beach. Ash is shaking. Doesn't remember his name or his origins. Oh, never mind. But deep in his heart of hearts, you know, at his core, he knows that there must be greatness ahead of him. Yeah. He doesn't know if that's from something in a past life or is this his full life, but he wakes up and he's 15, you know, so it's like he's been doing something for 15 years. Wow, what a dream. Was it great? Does he remember everything from his life up until that point? 
total amnesia. Uh, he's just like, he wakes up as a 15-year-old, and he, all he remembers is going to sleep as a 15-year-old. Yeah, that's right. And uh, he feels that perhaps there is a greatness still in him. Greatness that could transcend all space and time, on and on and on again. And it comes out whenever that greatness need be called upon. But that's just like... Several questions. Something he feels, you know? He doesn't really know that that's true. Does he know what a Pokemon is? Oh, no. Does he know how to eat and breathe and drink? He figured that out. There was a professor who taught him about Must have fucked him up when he first saw a Pokemon. It was pretty freaky. Yeah. But, like, he doesn't really have a barometer for, like, oh, this is just, like, a thing that, like, lives here, you know? Are we sure he's not, like, some bad guy who, like... It's sort of like a cat looking in a mirror where, like... Or you know how cats, the theory is that cats, pet cats, think that humans are just big cats? Oh, I do know that theory. He doesn't yeah. really even know what he looks like. Dogs right and cats now. like think we're just big dumb cats and dogs, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's like they walk all over us. Oh, so maybe he's gonna be like raised by Pokemon. Yeah, he could be. <laughs> we'll see. He get he does get to see a mirror eventually, and then he can kind of figure it out. Hopefully, like uh finds civilization eventually and kind of adapts to human society quickly. There was one guy who sort of like helped him out a little. Wasn't me. Professor Leventon. Oh, yeah. I talked to him too. You in the Survey Corps? Yeah, that's right. I'm in the Survey Corps. They kind of pressed me into duty pretty quickly after I fell through the wormhole. They seem pretty desperate for memberships. They're like, who are you? You're not from here. You're from an entirely different time. Doesn't matter. We'll take it. Put on this like outfit and get out there and start slinging balls boy yeah well I, I guess i'll let you explain how your character ended up in this situation record scratch yeah glad freeze frame glad you asked i'm just a normal guy my name's doug farmer not a farmer just a guy just a normal last name oh it's like some ancestor that Doug had was a farmer. Probably. Probably in like old Hisui. I, I live in um, Sinnoh now. Oh, you're from Sinnoh. Yeah. So that's me commenting as the omnipotent host. I'm from modern Sinnoh. But he knows that. Your character knows that he is from Sinnoh. Yeah, I'm a modern man. Okay. My name is Doug Farmer. Maybe in ancient Sinnoh, what was it called? Hisui? Hisui. Uh, my ancestors were all farmers. I don't know. Wow. My thing is slugs. Doug Farmer, slug charmer. Oh. And- it Has a nice ring to it. <laughs> well, it's like kismet, right? Maybe that's just like the that's cosmic what... <laughs> energies aligned. Well, that's one of those names where it feels like- Grow into it. You know, was he pigeonholed into this? Like, was he always yeah. interested in slug charming? Or was it kind of like, it well, been it anything rhymes, charmer. it's got a nice flow to it. I'm just going to be a slug charmer. Yeah. Could have been Bug Charmer. Yeah. And then we'll have to discuss whether or not I, I am Bug Charmer this week. But Bug Charmer probably. Uh, I was fitting. walking down the street in Sinnoh and I fell through a wormhole. It's my favorite kind of hole. You have a hole ranking? <laughs> do you want to do your hole ranking? <laughs> I don't know if it gets a little hazy after one, which is a wormhole. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We could just move on. There's, I think there's a lot tied for number two. Mm, yeah, yeah, lots of options there. Hard to pick one. Landed on the beach in old-timey days. Don't know why, just know that it's like prime real estate for everything that Doug Farmer loves. This is like 
primeval days. You know, it's before the Industrial Revolution, before like the mass like extinction of small forgotten species like bugs, slugs. This is what Doug always says. Oh, this is his slogan. Anytime anyone asks him like what he's all about, he's what he says. It's like famously. Yeah. Listen, this is important. Okay. Because even though he's Doug Farmer, Bug Charmer, Slug, it's Slug Charmer. Sorry. <laughs> even though he's Doug Farmer, Slug Charmer, it's not just slugs. It couldn't just be slugs, right? That's the dream. Hmm. Okay. That's what he aspires to. So it's like slugs are his proclivity and Invertebrates. he has the best chance at charming them. All his like slug charm has does a lot of splash damage to any invertebrate. Here's what he says. Got it. Bugs, slugs, crabs, clams, little octopods, and other boneless bods. If it ain't bony, then Doug's gonna throwy. Uh, okay. Uh, a ball, a pokeball. Bo- bony and throwy. Well, throwy. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I don't know that it's quite a rhyme, but it's straightforward. How about this? I get it. If it ain't got bones, Doug's going home. Balls getting. If it ain't got a bone, yeah. A ball's getting thrown. There we go. That's the famous phrase. Let me run this back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but you know, Doug Farmer, Slug Charmer's famous. Uh, <laughs> Slogan. Yeah. Bugs, slugs, crabs, clams, little octopods, and other boneless pods. If it ain't got a bone, a ball's getting thrown. There we go. Yeah. So, yeah, his whole thing is slugs, but, you know, he'll supplement when he has to with anything that, as long as it doesn't have a bone. It's a little floppy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we can post it on social media. It was inspired by a picture I saw of someone had drawn realistically every like invertebrate pokemon but they had included like drift bloom and just made it look like uh, some kind of like sea anemone pretty good it was fun i liked that image really opens up sure so yeah i just landed on the beach uh sounds like it was probably the same beach since we sort of Ran into a lot of the same crowd, it sounds like. I'm surprised I didn't see you out there, but I was really hard at work. Me too. I did meet Professor... Leventon. Larvaton, or whatever his name was. Leventon? Leventon. He's a he's a, he's a odd fellow. Not in a charming way. No. Uh, both Josh and Soren were pretty put off. Uh, put off by the hat. Seems a little incongruous. Do you think it's going to be like a Voldemort situation? Oh, wow. Where he's got like a little face back there and it's evil? Maybe. I mean, that seems likeliest. I don't know why else he'd be wearing that hat. Yeah, that seems likeliest. It's like a beanie and it doesn't look cold. I, I mean, I can't say that it's tropical. It's at least temperate around here. It, it. I don't think it makes a lot of sense. Doesn't seem bad. I mean, looking at some of the Pokemon I've run into so far, there's like tropical slugs on one of the beach just to get out in front of that tracked one early so doug was feeling that can't be that cold yeah but i don't you know whatever he was fine i don't like the hat that's it we have to save his ass oh yeah and by doing so we get a something i don't remember oh a starter pokemon i it was just a 
a blip for me. Well, none of it was nothing. They all had bones, so I was just like, "Ugh, thanks. Um, I appreciate it." You know, just put it in the box. <laughs> yeah, he out of here. He takes us into Jubilife uh, Village, which um, was that familiar too. Doug? Yeah, that sounds familiar. I've actually been to Jubilife City. Um, I wonder if they're related somehow. Yeah, I wonder. I've done a lot of work there. I think the global Pokemon link network is there. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And uh, clowns? the Poketch company. Yeah. Is there clowns? Clowns. Yeah. The uh, the brand ambassadors for Poketch Company. Yeah, I've been I didn't there. see any kind of a Poketch company. I think, but I'm not sure. There are a variety of shops. No, this is a pre-tech society. We should say that you live in, that you found yourself in, uh, uh, and that I've wormholed into. Well, other than uh, the Arc Phone, which seemed a little. I mean, to Soren, it was like fine. They got this, this technology. To me, oh, let me ask you a question. It feels a little out of place. Something like a memory just shook loose when you mentioned the Arc Phone. Have you ever heard of Rotom? Me, Josh. Do you have that? No. Yeah. Soren, no. Josh, yes. It's sort of nice that it's not a Rotom phone. Let me ask you a question, Soren. Okay. Before you woke up on the beach, did you have like a dream where you had a conversation with God and God was a Pokemon named Arceus? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That did that did happen. That's hard to forget, even with all the amnesia. That explains why you and I both got the Arc phone. That's actually God. Yeah. I mean, that's why... Soren thinks that's part of the reason Soren thinks like, oh, like God's, you know, calling me up like I got to do something. Yeah. He probably wants me to do something. Well, you wouldn't know this, but actually it's been centuries of oppression for a a Pokemon in the future called Rotom. Oh, wow. uh, Who's been subjugated to be like every like kind of version of tech like this arc phone. So I think it's a real win for Rotom enthusiasts and for like. I guess Pokemon rights warriors. Yeah. Unless is Arceus trapped in the Arc phone? I think he makes the choice. Or it or they. Pop pop in and out of there. Yeah, it's like Zeus turning into a bull. <laughs> I also like that the um Arceus can turn into a phone anytime he wants. <laughs> the uh well then he can uh it's like a surveillance state thing. So he can so they can uh listen to everything. Yeah, he does I guess, I don't know why I immediately saw this commanding Arceus as a he, but I keep referring it to as a he. Um, it, they, I don't know what it likes to even be referred to as. I'm going to ch- ch- go for they for now. It. I don't think any of them, they all call Arceus almighty Sinnoh, so we don't really know gender and that kind of thing. Who do, the Hisuans? Yeah, the Hisuans. Well, they're mixed up backwards primitive people the last thing i'll say about the arc phone is that one of my favorite rumors or theories about why it's suddenly because it seemed like i know we get pronunciations wrong arse phone but that would be (laughs) that was trouble yeah the rumor was that like oh they realized like oh they gotta start calling it arceus because they can't have an arse phone and it's like, well, why don't they just call it the Arcel or something change the name arceus is so much worse than arceus but I think they're, I, 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 th- I'm going to say this, Doug Farmer, Slug Charmer, doesn't hate any Pokemon. He just loves Slug Pokemon. Yeah. There's no new Pokemon. We're back in the Sinnoh region. So I'm not doing 
barfs this this season. Oh, you're not doing them. <laughs> yeah, you would just want me to say that fucking Arceus and and Mr. Mime are barfs for like the tenth time. Yeah. I'll do it. You don't have to. I'm gonna have a sweetie. I can't say that there will always be a sweetie, but I do have one for this week. Maybe Doug will have some kind of like slug sweetie. Oh yeah, slugfest. Slug sweet slug sweetie of the week. Yeah. Yeah, Slugfest. <laughs> There's a lot of branding opportunities this season, I think. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah, Arcphone. We can use it to get around, and no one seems to give a shit. It's the Pokedex. No, the, it's not the Pokedex. It's it's just the map. The Pokedex is a notebook that you take out. Oh, yeah, it's just a, it's just a GPS, and then we have a notepad. You keep track of your Pokemon in a fucking, like, sack. <laughs> Yeah, they're just on your back, shoved in there with all your shit. A satchel. Well, we get the satchel. Yeah, we are getting ahead of ourselves. We get the satchel, and we get that whole outfit that Tanner mentioned. After uh, we get recruited, just basically, we get to have a meal at the Wallflower, which is you know the local watering hole. And then the next morning, Professor Leventon's like, "Well, you got to go meet Celine. Go get to know everyone." The head of uh. The cap- captain at- You need an outfit because you look like a fucking idiot. Galaxy team. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing a t-shirt and flip-flops. You look like you fucking like stepped off like an international flight, you know? Yeah, we look like a total freak. It's not like they are impressed. Like, they don't think that this is some cool new fashion. They give you the like sickest outfit. Yeah. And they let you modify it. I've got like a cool hat. I look like a samurai. I'm out there just like hiding from Pokemon. Throwing heavy balls at them, taking them down. Hell yeah. Little firework goes off. Psst. Yeah, I got some special outfits from, I guess, previous games we played. I got like this game pants, rules, and I'm wearing those. Yeah. And then I got like a green tunic. <laughs> they just gave me all this shit. I was like, all right. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I love it. I got all kitted out. I got a cool haircut because I still had like a, a bed head. 2022 haircut, you know, and I needed a Hisui haircut. Hisui. So I went shorn, and then you have to go get a starter Pokemon, obviously, right? Yeah, we need to get a starter Pokemon so that we can do the, uh, what is it? Team Galaxy. Galaxy Team, sorry. Right. The Galaxy little... Team's uh, entry-level uh, test to see if they can re- we can be recruited. Let's get out ahead of this right now. Okay. Team Galactic. Team Galactic Galaxy Team. Seems likely. And Team Galactic, if I if I remember correctly from the game that I just played, Team Galactic were the bad guys. That's right. Uh-oh. It's like going back in time and being like helping out like the first Reich, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on, but it seems like this is gonna have pretty like profound implications. Wilhelm. <laughs> yeah. Helping out Wilhelm. Kaiser. Kaiser Wilhelm. <laughs> and then it's like a lot of this seems pretty good, and then you look, you know, 40 years, 50 years later, and you're like, oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, all right, so that's something to track. I think you wouldn't know this. Soren wouldn't know this. But I think this sort of harmless galaxy team could grow up into something pretty um, sinister someday. They seem totally fine. I mean, they do seem desperate for membership, but otherwise, like, the organization seems... Like it's a well-run ship. I wouldn't say that at all. I crash landed on a beach, and they're like, "Well, we've we've um 
we've decided we're going to map out all the Pokemon, but we uh, can't do it. We just don't don't have the resources to do they it. They don't have the bodies. Yeah. You don't have the meat. And there's a lot of uh, a lot of folks in this town in Jubilife who seem to be just hanging out. Seems like there's a lot of people who could get employed by Galaxy Team. There's this entire industry in Jubilife, supposedly, and like barracks out to like one side of the city, like a whole row of houses, you know, like there's a thriving pastures economy here. I assume propped up by Team Galaxy and the like um, Survey Corps that I'm a part of. But the fact that there is no Survey Corps... And there is no one here to use these services. Makes me think that it's some kind of um, corrupt, you know. Well, it's either corrupt or resource sink. Sort of a way station, and a lot of travelers come through here. I don't see many people at all, actually, except people who lived here. No, I, I haven't either. And the tons of guards, like four guards on every gate. Well, we get the vibe, and I think Levinson maybe says this kind of outright, is that like a lot of people haven't encountered Pokemon in the wild. And they don't really know what the hell's going on. Yeah, it really freaks their fucking beans. I showed some lady a Starly and she was like, get that fucking thing away from me. (laughs) Yeah, they do a lot of your early. So there are side quests in this because it's open world. uh, And there's a lot of side quests that involve catching and then giving and or or just simply showing a village resident it for, for a variety of reasons. Yeah. Yeah, well, we got to get our creds first. Let's join Team Galaxy. We meet someone called Silene, right? Captain Silene. <sighs> Trouble already. Captain Silene does have sort of a, a, I would say, sinister, ominous haircut. <laughs> yeah, and name and face and clearly Cyrus is like who? great, great, great grandmother, you know? Yeah. I don't know anything about that. She runs the... Um, Survey Corps, and she, I guess, gives you a choice of Pokemon, like what she says is a starter Pokemon. I didn't, I didn't use that. I had to go catch my own starter Pokemon, like a fucking pull my. I had to pull myself up with my bootstraps and go out and catch my own Pokemon because she offered me zero invertebrate options. Oh, I see. Yeah, Cyndaquil, Rowlet, and uh, Oshawott. That would be tough to say. They definitely have spines. All three of them. Yeah. Yeah. No question. Well, Soren happily took one. I guess Oshawott has a um, clam on its belly, and that's an invertebrate. Yeah. But I did pick Cyndaquil and just boxed it. Soren took Oshawott. Okay. Are you... Uh, just thought it was kind of sweet. I guess that's just like... It's kind of a sweetie. That's okay for you, right? It was a, a sweetie for Soren. You're just role-playing. Yeah, Soren doesn't know what the hell's going on. But I'll tell you one thing. Oshawott is Joshi's sweetie. I love that. I don't know that I actually have made Oshawott canon as a sweetie. I think I've been reluctant to do it. I'm saying it now because it's looking good in this gen. Yeah. The main reason that I wanted to give it sweetie is that, and I was trying to find this too. Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I will be able to find it. But there's a an image of Oshawott from the anime and the episode of the anime that features Oshawott really prominently, like... It's kind of a troublemaker, and it's very confident, and it makes a lot of very cute sounds. So I'm an example of, of that as well. Yeah, 
I think a really funny image I've seen used as a meme a few times where it's just someone's hand pointing out of you can't see who it is and all you can see in the frame is someone pointing down at an Oshawott and then the Oshawott is like puffed up with its chest and it's like <laughs> proud of being a troublemaker and there's a um a photographer in Jubilife and you can do poses with Pokemon and so I tried to recreate it yeah of Soren gesturing at Oshawott and the Oshawott looks sort of it's cute cheeky I like it so sweetie that's new tech by the way pictures and another kind of new piece of tech that Professor Laventon gives you is pokeballs and they look funny they look like a mason jar you know? Yeah, they're artisanal. Or like one of those German beers with like the complicated tops. A, a beer stein. <laughs> no, the ones with like the little white stoppers. Um, and then he teaches you, well, I don't know if you're, you learn right away, but you learn pretty quickly how to make them too at the uh, little craft benches that you can find everywhere. Learn how to make a, cool, a lot of cool things, potions. Yeah, we have a little crafting tutorial. Yeah, it's really nice. Because once you learn how to make things, you can just like find that shit out in the wild. It's super easy. And when you like throw a Pokemon at a tree or at like a vein to get the resources out of it, the Pokemon gets experience. Yeah, it's great. What's not to like about that? And I love their little animation. It's also faster. We were commenting on that in Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl of how long the like berry picking and planting sequence exchange takes and in this case you could just throw the pokemon out yeah they grab the berries and you can just keep walking it's great yeah we gotta prove that we're good at fighting with pokemon before they'll let us in so we have to fight someone called volo trainer banger You don't like Volo? Let me think of the person's name who I'm thinking of. Soul. Soul Caliber. Voldo. Yeah. Every time I saw Volo's name, I thought about Voldo from Soul now, Caliber. Now, Voldo in Soul Caliber is one of the more disturbing <laughs> character designs I've ever seen. It's part of the reason that I didn't love that game. Yeah. It was like, I can't deal with looking at this thing flopping around. Voldo. I'm looking at pictures of it now. Voldo. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, I hate it. But I like Volo. Uh, kind of a mysterious vibe and feels like he's uh, hard to win over. But he's a traveling merchant, which I like. You know that one of my D&D characters famously was a traveling merchant prince. So I like the merchant yeah. aspect. I like the outfit. Uh, and getting ahead of it, Volo also gives you a lot of free items coming up. He gives you like a super potion. He's like, you know, sampling. He wants you to sample his wares. So yeah. I like him. I've purchased from Volo and, and crew often on my expeditions since I've landed. Ginkgo Guild. The Ginkgo Guild. But in terms of battling, no. Um, Volo was not. Easy. Togepi. Not too much of a fight. Togepi level five. Scrambled that thing. Oshawa level five. Mission time. The basics of crafting. We learn how to do it. There's a guy who wants to see a shanks. Yeah. Who wouldn't? 
we sort of learn about crafting and we learn about like um, side missions. So you start picking up like, it's an open world. It's Skyrim, but with Pokemon, right? We've finally done it. Finally. And you know what? It's fucking great. And I love it. And I can't wait to play it. And I keep playing it even when I'm not supposed to be. Yeah, I'm loving it. Even when I'm like leveling my Pokemon to like irresponsible levels. Yeah, I see that. (laughs) There's a guy who wants to see a Shinx. And he says, he's my trainer danger. Ooh. The guy who wants to see the Shinx. Oh, it's just you don't know what his name is. I don't either. Why? I don't think he had a name. Um, I guess they all have name cards. I didn't know this. I didn't Shunned ask. by society. Yeah, you don't want to know. I showed him the Shinx, and he said, felt like I had a bone stuck in my throat, only my throat's my brain and the bone's a thought. And that just doesn't feel sticky as like a saying to me. It's long. It has the word bone in it too much and throat. Yeah, as... uh. <laughs> As someone, Doug Farmer, who also has a famous phrase, you know a lot about yeah. making them sticky. I'm good at assessing other people's phrases. Yeah, And when you use bone, <laughs> how you're using bone is tasteful. It's not next to the word stuck in throat. And you don't use it twice and you don't use throat at all. And that's probably good. Yeah. Felt like I had a bone stuck in my throat, only the throat's my brain and the bone's a thought. Yeah, and the the thought, by the way, was like, what are the eye spots on the back of Shink's ears called? Um, which, I don't know. It didn't matter. Yeah, it's not my problem, guys. There's also a guy you meet called Beauregard. He's one of the guards. Oh, Beauregard's great. I liked him a lot. He asked for a Wurmple. I caught him one. He asked to help naming it. And he was my trainer banger because these were the choices he gave me. Beautitia, Beautifred, or Bugene. Maybe his name is Beauregard. Yeah, it's probably Beauregard. It's hard to choose. They each have a a certain uh, cachet to them, I would say. I chose Beugene. I went Beautifred. I can't wait to see that thing grow up into a... I hope he can get out of the, like, fucking Jubilife once in a while and train that thing, you know? I know. It seems like he's on guard duty 24-7, and he needs to be able to get out there and raise up Beautifred. I would like to see that thing evolve. Silcoon? Which way does it go? Well, it's Silcoon or Cascoon, depending on uh, the time of day, and then that's how you get Dustox or Beautifly. Uh, I think Silcoon is the Beautifly one. Uh, speaking of- So hopefully he evolves the Beautifred during the day. I was out doing my business, uh, doing research tasks. I've been pressed into duty, and I ran into a Wurmple and caught it. It's land slug. Definitely. Grass slug. Definite slug. I guess a lot of slugs are land slugs. Yeah. Uh, Sort of a prairie slug. Caught it. Um, It grew up into a silcoon pretty quickly and then grew up from a silcoon into a beautifly pretty quickly. And I don't know, like if modern medical science has like helped Pokemon evolution be less violent and traumatic, but left to their own devices out here, just doing it raw. It's pretty scary watching one of these things evolve now. It was, it was frightening. Uh, Soren was like, I like, I got to sit down. Like, what did I just see? Because <laughs> he got a Wurmple as well, uh, and it evolved into a Cascoon. When that was even darker, you know? Yeah. Those things are ugly. Like, yeah. Ugh. Scary stuff. Joshua. It's like gremlins when they... Yeah. 
uh, when Gizmo gets hit with the water and then they're like bubbling out of its back. Yeah, there's like boils erupting off of it. And then like when it finally does evolve, it comes out bathed in shadows except for its eyes, which are like glowing yellow. It's scary. I mean, it makes sense to me that all these Jubilife Freaky stuff. denizens don't want to go out there. They're scared, frankly. Joshua, we have to go take a break and then we have to go do our fucking work. We got a lot of work to do. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, Joshua. This is a um, welcome back, bug catchers. This is a actually most of you wouldn't be bug catchers in this time. You'd probably be terrified of Pokemon. They would not be slug charmers nor bug charmers. Yeah, they would be these people that were servicing in Jubilee for like they don't want to go out. There. Pioneers, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're pioneers. Bug pioneers. Uh, what was I saying? I don't know. Pre gym. This is a pre gym system um system of doing things so we're sort of in the wind when we come back here we're given the job of getting to work on our research tasks yes which means we have to go out and just like not just catch pokemon and not just catch a ton of pokemon and the same pokemon and a lot of them have bones i'm sorry about that but you have to fight a ton of pokemon big and small ones. you have to find big ones <laughs> you have to find small ones yeah <laughs> You really got to do a lot of work. And people in the village are like, I'm very interested in Bidoof, Starly, you know? The one who's really into Starly is the first one I think you encounter who gives you a request, is what the side quests are called. And the request is not only to capture a Starly, but also to complete its dex entry. And completing them is like, what? 26 tireless work different things it's like catch you have to one. do a ton of things and keep in mind starlies are like level well, two catch a bunch of them so by this point you're already too high level it immediately runs as soon as you catch it so you have to find stinky like i don't know you have to like bonk it on the head with stinky apricorn yeah one of them's like get a back shot it can't possibly be called a back shot but <laughs> it's something like that where you need to sneak up on it before it sees you and then throw a ball and catch it yeah. You need like a big one and a small one and like 20 of them. They or make something. you do fucking work. <laughs> you got to get out there and do work. And it's tough now because like this, uh, I guess, okay, I'm trying to figure out how we structure this because there, there are mechanics that we need to call out beyond that with the capturing and battling mechanics, which is namely you don't get, I don't think you get money at all from battles, right? 
No, you get it from check-ins. Yeah, you do check-ins with Professor Leventon. And you can sell stuff. Like, you're doing a lot of, like, smashing rocks and getting stardust. There's a lot of, like, hunting and gathering is what it is, really. I'm assuming the tech's not there on converting Pokemon into... But was it that we were turning them into in Sword and Shield or in... uh... Was that Let's Go? Candy? Yeah, you grind them up. Let's Go? Yeah, candy? Can't grind them up. There are candies, but you just see me, for now at least, you just find them randomly or their rewards. Yeah. So you really only get money from bartering, gathering random things, or uh, completing- Filling your decks. New Pokedex entries, and then yeah. that's the main way that you get money, and achieve star ranks is the other thing that's going on. I have on. so much money, I don't know what to do with it all. I'm getting to like a, a decent level, but- I didn't come anywhere close to finishing that Starly entry because I just ran out of like, I was like, I need to capture like fresh talent before I'm just going to be grinding out using all my Pokeballs. Yeah. Just to complete the Starly entry. I have hundreds of Pokeballs. At some point I was like, do I need a hundred heavy balls? I guess so. You have a hundred? It's just so, like you're just gathering resources when you're out in the field, you know? Definitely sunk more time into this to me. Even though I put like six hours in, I think so far. Um, I would hate to check my clock. <laughs> so we're out here. We're getting some work done. Field Lynn's camp is our first like fully open world area that we are dispatched to. Oh, it's so great. I'm out here catching mostly bugs for now, I'll admit. Not a lot of slugs out here. That makes sense. Yeah. And then we're eventually like uh, summoned by someone called Mai or May. M-A-I. My... There's no voiceover in this game, by the way. 2020 fucking three. I think it's probably my, but I don't know. My. Who am I to say how to pronounce something? <laughs> Got her. Um, We should say Laventon has a crony who's sort of a proto-rival. Yeah. Mine is called Ray. Yours is probably called Ray, too, if you chose the male character. Yeah. She wants to fight. Or I think you kind of have to teach her how to fight with um, Pikachu. She's sort of afraid of fighting. One of the many people who are afraid of fighting, so we had to teach her part of our uh, opening tasks. But she's got a chew. She's got a chew, which is pretty nice. She should be able to do it. But then we're sort of summoned away, and it's a good thing we taught her how to fight because she has to like come with us to meet up with May. Uh, we learn about doing agile versus strong style. Oh, yeah. Very fun. Very interesting new battle mechanic. When a Pokemon gets really good at a move, it can do it super hard and then take more time before, like, slow down his speed for that turn, essentially. Take more time before he can essentially give the other Pokemon two moves. It's like more hits that do less damage and are faster. That's agile. Fewer hits. Versus, like, a big hit. That are uh, stronger. Yeah. And that's strong style. Backstrike, not backshot. Uh, yeah, that makes more sense. Is the other catching mechanic that we learn about, which is if you throw a Pokemon, poke a ball at a Pokemon. If you hit him in the back, you're more likely to take him down. Yeah. And then uh, what else do we learn while we're out here? Not much. We eventually run into May, and if I remember correctly, she's got a Munchlax that went down pretty quickly. I put up a fight. Did it? Yeah. Not against my elite, all elite bug pokemon team and then um, may introduces us to the concept of an alpha this is all still like tutorial like we're still learning about alphas right leventon shows up and he says 
As a Pokemon researcher, I could hardly miss out on the chance to observe an alpha, now could I? I assume he meant me. Oh, Doug Farmer considers himself an, a bit of an alpha. I mean, you should see this fucking bug team he's got so far. Pretty hoss. I can't wait to see it someday. There was a little while where he had a Wormadam on his team who wouldn't fucking listen to a word he said. A wow, Wormadam. Too powerful. A Wormadam. It's like you're a pinecone, you know? Like, get out of here. Yeah. Don't listen to me. Don't you know that I'm a slug charmer? We meet an alpha, Cricketune. Alpha Cricketune. <laughs> it does, like, over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds cool. <laughs> we take it down, and in return, we are given a mount. A big white. Oh, yeah. Weird ear. Weird ear. Yeah, you learn that you can ride Weirdier like the Pokemon of Alola. So they know about Alola. I thought that was like an interesting note. Alola is exists. They know about it in this ancient world. Yes, of course. Yeah. So they must be nearby. Um, but yeah, we do get a Weirdier and we do get to ride it around. I like that a whole lot more than the bike. It's fun. It's very fun. It can jump. It can charge. It looks cool. If you get too close to an alpha Pokemon, it'll fucking, like, sweep you right off your fucking weird ear. Yeah. You'll land right on <laughs> that, your ass. That happened to me. It's somewhere around here. What What are we? We're in, like, the deer, deer track, deer track heights, obsidian fight fieldlands, somewhere around here. Yeah, there's a bunch of Stantlers around. There's some area called Nature's Pantry. Did you stumble across this? Oh, maybe. And Is it, like... Do we do berry stuff there? I don't know what it is. I'm just bounding around on the weird ear, and I saw like a parasect down in nature's pantry. Sure, that parasect, I did go in there. And I went in there, and I was like, oh, yeah, let me try to get this thing. And then I engage it in a battle. It's level 30. Tough. And that was a wipe. <laughs> yeah. That was a wipe. The nice part about the open world battle in this new battle system is like, you can always just like fucking run, like literally run away. Yeah. So you don't have to let your entire team get wiped. No. Um, I learned that the hard way. Oh, I also just thought I could take you it. You can also take a fucking few hits yourself. Yeah. You're, you Doug Farmer and Sora. Your character can be attacked now and die. Yeah. Uh, or faint. Uh, but that's why all the, the like security core is out here. They will come and like bring out a gurney and like resurrect you, but you lose yeah. a bunch of shit. We should do our hit segment, I guess, now if we're talking about damage. Um, is there fall damage? I don't know. I was at the Heights, the camp at the Heights, and turned and ran towards the edge of the plateau and leapt off using the, uh, the Y leap command that we have now, dodge command. Oh, yeah. Um, and hit the bottom and died. Sorry. Just killed me. It's pretty bold. So, yeah, you can die from fall damage. And you can die from getting hit by a, um, I don't know, like a big weasel. I died a lot of times. Yeah, me too. But uh, now I have got this weird Stantler. What's it called? Weird ear. Weird ear to ride around on. I've finally done enough work, Josh, to get called up to the big leagues. Commander Komodo. Oh, yeah. Komodo. Wants to see me. Commander Kamado. Uh, they are the person who. You say runs... Commander, I say Kamado. <laughs> Kamado summons you and says, You seem like you got what it takes. We need help. <laughs> well, first, when he meets you, he challenges you, which is, I remind you, 
at least Soren is a 15-year-old boy. He basically challenges you to a death match. Like you go into his office and then he just charges at you. I guess when I said, you seem like you have what it takes, <laughs> what I meant was you have to do like a death match battle with him first. <laughs> right, like a, a no-holds-barred physical fight. Yeah, But then you do uh, meet someone called Erida. Yeah, that's right. Arida and uh, Adaman, we meet. Adaman. Yeah, weren't wasn't that the same time? Yeah, because he's oh, like yeah, Kamado's like guy. trying to resolve the dispute between them, like these two yep. clans, and I think it's some religious thing. They're both clan leaders, or I couldn't tell if they kind of just wanted to like fuck it out. Those two. It was sexually charged. No, it's not that. It's a cleavor. Actually, we learn pretty quickly in the. There's a, a cleavor run amok. Oh, okay. It's yeah. they're like um the whatever whoever Irida's clan is the Pearl Clan. Pearl Clan. Cleavor is like their guardian Pokemon or something. I didn't really. It's like again, it's like the forward protocol. It's not really my place to meddle in their ancient religious affairs, their religious rights. Yeah. So I just went along with it, uh, and um, went out to help. We have to go to the Grand Tree Arena to find and calm down this cleaver. But first, yeah, we have to fight an Alpha Bibarel. <laughs> Ooh. How'd you do again? There's an Alpha Bil- really Bibarel well. that's on this like sandbar that you have to cross. Yeah, I did uh, really well against it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, this this one this one was fine. Yeah, I I got past the sandbar. I got across, uh, and I climbed the mountain, and I got up to the big uh, the big tree. And now it's an AARPG, Josh. Yeah, Pokemon is an ARPG now because we have to fight the Cleavor our fucking self first. It charges at us. It's trying to hit us with its axe hands. By the way. We're throwing things at it. What are we throwing at it? Balm. Isn't it some kind of a balm? Do you know what a balm is? Balm. Soothing balm. Who told you to put the balm on? And then we're dodging. We've got the dodge button now. We're bonking him with balm. I took a while to realize how much I actually had to dodge this thing. And I was like, oh, this is like a real boss fight. This is a like a RPG. Yeah, ARPG shit. This is a real fight. Once Cleavor is finally down to um, low health, then you can bring out a Pokemon for a fucking proper Pokemon battle. Yeah. Let's talk about the teams we brought in and, and the teams we brought into the little battle we had to do prior to this with Warden Leon. Pearl Clan Warden Leon, by the way, who completely lost control of this fucking Cleaver in the first place. Some warden. Yeah. Good job, buddy. He looks like a little baby version of that... Um... That grass gym leader in um, Sword and Shield. Oh, yeah, you're right. Greg's boyfriend. Yeah, Greg's boyfriend, Milo. He's got one level 15 Gumi. <laughs> yeah. Looks pretty sad out there. Yeah. Oh, then we also do have to fight Iridia, too, don't we? <laughs> what a fuck? They, like, really put us through the fucking paces before we have to take on frenzied noble Cleavor. They beat you down. Fortunately... Arita does heal your Pokemon before this battle, but I didn't know that going in, so I went all the way back to like the Fieldlands camp. I forgot we had to do so many battles. To like heal myself before the challenge, and then she actually just heals you. All right, let's talk about the teams we brought into these grueling matches in Level Check. Level Check. 
Doug Farmer Slug Charmer. Has? Slug Starter. West Sea Shellos. That's my real slug. Like, it's my true starter. My slug starter. Right? Yeah. Level 18. That's clearly a slug. Let's get into our new hit segment. Is it a slug? For the remaining five Pokemon on my team. Sweet Swarmer. Combi. Level 20. No. No. Slugs can't fly. Shroom Farmer. Paris. Level 19. Um, no. No, I think it's specifically like a Slugs parasitic mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. Slice Armor. A-R-M-E-R. Got it. Scyther. Level 20. Again, can't fly. Slugs can't fly. Slugs don't fly. Someone research that for us. Don't have big claws. Someone research that too. Branch Warmer. Wormadam. Kind of. Level 25. Kind of. A little bit of slug energy, right? It's sluggy. Performer. Cricketune, level 21. That's good. Performer. Yeah. Uh, Cricketune is uh, not a slug. Not a slug. So I think on the chopping block this week for Doug Farmer Slug Charmer is everyone but Slug Starter, the West Sea Shellos, level 18. And we're, we're like hot on the hunt for a breeding pair for Slug Starter, too. If it's anything like... As I would say, Josh, with my knowledge, if it's anything like Sinnoh, I think the EC Shellos is going to be a long time coming. Or yeah, EC. Um, I hope not. She's so lonely. So in Doug's, Doug Farmer, Slug Charmer. So for him, he's willing to use the non-slugs. Invertebrates. But he wants to replace them with slugs. As quickly as possible. He's okay with anything as long as it doesn't have bones, but really his bread and butter is slugs. Okay. I I mean, I feel like Scyther probably has bones. What do you mean? It's like a bug. <laughs> I don't think bugs have bones. I guess by definition, it must not because it's a bug type, but it looks pretty bony. I guess that's all carapace. Yeah. I mean, look at Cleavor. It looks like an ant with um, axe hands. There's no bones in that thing. I mean, unless you count its carapace, its exoskeleton. And I think it's rock that it sort of like puts on itself. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, this is tough. We're going to need a, uh, what's a what's a bug expert? Slug expert? Slug scientist? <laughs> Bone expert? <laughs> Have them on. Sort it all out. Anyway, that's the team. All right. Pretty high levels. I hope you're shaking in your fucking boots. Who you got, Soren? Soren's pretty straightforward because... Uh, He's just trying to make it through the day Yeah, in this hostile world. Uh, and he's got Philippus, the Dewat, level 19, leading up the team. Can I explain? He's got Alf, nope. the Geodude, level 18. He's got Ronak, Staravia, level 18. Yeah. Bjarni, Luxio, level 19. Just ran one of those. He's got Loved it. Bjort, the Dustox, level 16. Bjort? Bjort. And then Odie, Odie, Paris, level 11. Just swap that in. I got a Bibarel that was level, feel like I'm at Epcot. level 19 or something and uh, box that. These are just fun names you like? They are ancient Norse names. Yeah, great. They're Norse Norse names. Not in like a white pridey way, right? No. Okay, great. <laughs> What he knows, the only names that can come to his mind are all drawn from, like, mythology and, like, ancient, you know, yeah, that kind of stuff. 
that's all that's coming to his head. How'd you do against Cleavor and Gumi and Glaceon? Gumi and Glaceon were okay. Yeah. I barely survived because I went into the battle with, what was it? I wrote this down. Uh, I had a half-dead Bidoof and a Starly with full health. Wow. You weren't ready yet. I had a full team. Well, I didn't know what was going to happen. How did you know any of these battles? The other ones were all fainted already by, like, the wilds. I was just, I don't know. Just I'm just lead. What do you want me to say? I'm a good fucking Pokemon trainer. But I, I pulled it off because Aerial Ace took care of it on Starly. But uh, Cleavor, I probably had to fight Cleavor uh, five or six times. Wow. I got KO'd a lot. Absolutely pathetic, Joshua. Let's do our quick new hot segment, Star Check. As you know, being in the Survey Corps, we are doing a lot of work. That work is being graded yeah. and assessed. And that assessment is delivered via rank stars. There are 10. How many rank stars do you have, Josh? Two, but it's kind of like pathetic. Two and a half, I have three. Two and three quarters. <laughs> I can use great balls, I can command Pokemon up to level 40. I can only do level 30. Doug Farmer, Slug Charmer out here, getting God's work done, paving the way for Team Galactic, I guess. No, it's Galaxy Team. <laughs> we'll get in front of that one a little bit later. Uh, for now, Joshua, what else do you have to say? Great game. Yeah, this Wish is every a, Pokemon game was this game. This is a great start. Uh, like I said, this is the one I was looking most forward to since we started this show. And it's been a while since, given I had played most of the other ones to some extent or was familiar with it. But uh, So this is all net new. But this is the first one in a while that I've been like actively just like booting it up. And like it's fun. Doing a little request, wandering around. Hiding in the grass, popping out doing back shots it's really fun yeah it it's derivative enough but also inspired enough by i think clearly breath of the wild that like yeah it feels like its own very thing clearly. but um it's still very visually appealing and feels more like sure there's loading issues but like it feels more robust than like the wild areas in uh sword and shield yeah for sure this is very enjoyable like you can just kind of run around doing shit and know? i think a lot of the mechanics i don't know if you know it make would make sense that they're in every game but i think a lot of the battle mechanics cool are very interesting and shake it up in a way that they've like literally never done before so yeah i'm excited to see where it goes i hear murmuring about jubilife village joshua that there might be a frenzied lilligant mm somewhere out there maybe near the brava arena i did hear that that i think we'll have to go dispatch next week yes brava arena for next week i don't know if there's a good reliable walkthrough for this but we're mostly not using walkthroughs so we mostly are going to kind of take it week by week if you'd like to know where we're headed next i think we'll probably have more of a immediate knowledge of that on social media yeah we're we're trying to keep our hands clean and we've only used it when we have to kind of try to map this out. So we'll keep yeah. it up to date on the show itself week to week. And then we'll post a guide on social as we yep. figure that out. Can't wait to go take down this Lilligant with my all bug team next week. Very going to be very easy for Doug Farmer 
In the meantime, Joshua, I have been Grievor. Greenvor. No. Grievor. Grievor. And you have been Glaciosh. This has been Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and do follow the show everywhere that you follow podcasts and do follow us at EXP Share Pod on Instagram and threads. Yeah. Finally made a threads the other week. Yep. Had to get a few beers in us and then we did it. You get some exclusive content over there too. I dropped that. Um, yeah. That, well, you've heard it by now, but I dropped that the Unite episode came out on threads. So. Oh, did you? Yeah. Told them. Nice. Good work. Sometimes you get a little bit of a a, a taste of tanner over there, which is going to be um, yeah, erratic. Because I'm the only one who is still managing to some extent X, the site formerly known as Twitter. Wow. Still paying their ad revenue. So huh? that's Josh's great zone. And then Threads is Tanner's zone. And we'll just see what happens. Instagram is the mutual like fighting ground. Yeah. And Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash bug catchers. Join us there as well. You can do level checks with the other bug catchers and compete to be the number one trainer of the season. Joshua, it sounds like you have some fucking work to do to catch up with old Doug Farmer. Well, we'll try. But in the meantime, we're going to go take on Lilligant. Please do join us. Uh, this is a game that you can get very easily. It's very new. Um, it's on Switch. You all have it. You all probably played it. Do it again. Do it again. Goodbye, Joshua. Chip, chip, cheerio. Top of the episode. Bottom of the episode. Chip, Alola. Chip, cheerio. Alola. And smell you later.